This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Welcome <laughs> to the Broncos Binge Podcast. A podcast for those who bleed orange and blue. This one's for John. Produced locally in Denver, Colorado. Now, here's your hosts, Rachel Strand and Dalton Coble. Hello, Broncos country, and welcome to the Broncos Binge Podcast, the Denver Broncos podcast made by fans for fans. I am your host, Rachel Strand, and I'm also here with my co-host, Dalton Coble. For the first time in a while, we are actually doing a podcast after a win, and who does it feel good? I am very glad that the Broncos were able to end the season on a high note, because we didn't have a lot of high notes this season, honestly, so it felt good to kind of end things with a win. And even more importantly, I am glad we were able to give Jerry Rossberg his first victory as interim head coach. So yeah, I mean, despite there being not that many injuries last game, we're not going to really talk about that because the guys will have plenty of time in the off season to kind of nurse that stuff. So we're just going to dive right into the reaction to the previous Broncos game. So Dalton, I mentioned last week that the Broncos looked fun to watch again despite losing that close game to the Chiefs like our boys somehow did it again this week and they really grinded out a victory I mean I wasn't expecting a complete 180 difference from when Hackett was coaching but the Broncos did look different in a good way it was it was nice you know I I can't believe it that it looked like that because I know. they played all their starters. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And it still looked like that. Yeah. So that's the one thing is some Chargers fans are like, oh, whatever. It was a meaningless game. Yeah, we know you're already getting into the playoffs, but you're absolute genius of a head coach. I'm obviously saying that sarcastically, decided to play his starters for about three and a half quarters, if I recall correctly. And they lost Mike Williams and Joey Bosa to injury. And they've got a playoff game coming this week. So if they end up losing that, I don't think they will. It might be an interesting game. But if they do, that could be some serious heat under Brandon Staley. Because again, I was surprised that he kept the starters in that long. Even the CBS announcers were like, what are they doing? We're entering quarter four. Why does he still have Justin Herbert playing? But Chase Daniel came in with like 10 minutes left or something. So the Broncos did beat the Chargers. It wasn't just some like first like we didn't the Broncos get swept. Yeah. Woo! Yeah, that's a good thing. Because we got swept by everybody else in the division. I know. That would have been I knew, very. I knew it wasn't going to be the Chargers though. Chargers always will charger. I'll say that quote till I die. Yeah. Russell Wilson made some really cool throws. He um, did. You know, a quarterback that's washed usually doesn't make those type of throws <laughs> or doesn't usually connect them. Um. I really just think a lot of it is the O-line, and he's been playing with third strings right. everywhere. <laughs> However, Jerry Judy has emerged as him. He I, is. I, we should not trade him. I take that all back. Yeah, I, I think- he's flourished in this last half of the season, and that's like super great to see. I really hope that the Broncos sign his fifth-year option because we could easily treat him like wide receiver number one for us. For real, having three great raw receivers because even Cortland can come back from that, and Tim Patrick hopefully will come back from this. Yeah. So, having them all back next year will be nice. However, we still don't know who the coach will be. Mm-hmm. That's that's the interesting thing. Um, kind of a side note, mentioning the Chargers. I think I mentioned this last week that there, uh, Sean Payton has some rumored interest in the Chargers job. Um. As much as it hurts to say, I guess we kind of have to root for the Chargers to maybe win a game or two, like not be one and done in the playoffs because Brandon Staley's seat is hot. And if they come out and fall flat on their face in this first round of the playoffs, he could be fired. And that's not ideal for our situation because if he's more interested in that job, he might go take that job Sean Payton will so I mean I feel like we certainly could outbid the Chargers because we're playing with Walmart money right now so it it'll be interesting it's going to be an interesting next few weeks slash months for the Broncos going back to what you said about Russell Wilson looking good yeah he's he's had a solid past two weeks of the season and it's kind of given us the glimpse of the Wilson we knew and love I that one play I think it was like the first touchdown the Broncos had or something but it was a long ball to Jerry Judy where he kind of did it off of his back foot slash back shoulder it looked super scary coming out of his hands but like when it connected I was like oh my god that was kind of amazing because I know Jerry Judy had to like tip down tiptoe down the sideline but I was like oh that was that was gorgeous. I, I really I like that. And we got to see that multiple times where Russell Wilson had a passing touchdown. So it kind of, I hope, gave us 
a glimpse of the future because, I mean, just about everything that could have gone wrong for the Broncos this season did. So I hope that we've paid our dues and don't have to deal with the injury bug next year as much. But I I really hope that the Broncos can step up in 2023. Me too, because if we don't, there's going to be a whole new can of worms yeah. to be opened. And yeah. I'm not looking forward to that one. Yeah, because if we still start to struggle then they start to really scrutinize some of the front office staff like George Payton. And that's not ideal because I actually really like George Payton. I think the man can draft. I think he's kind of gotten himself stuck in some unfortunate circumstances. I think he's still kind of dealing with a good chunk of the roster being Elway picks slash signings. So I don't know. It's it's going to be interesting. It's going to be a very interesting offseason. So with the Broncos not having an upcoming game this week, because we are obviously not in the playoffs, uh, this mini section this week, we are going to talk about some of the Broncos unrestricted free agents. This means that this player is free to sign wherever he pleases. So he, the Broncos could easily be outbid by another team. The list is kind of long. So again, it'll probably be very interesting to see the Broncos deal with this. But I've seen more daunting lists in the past. So we'll we'll see how the Broncos kind of tackle this. But this is going to be kind of a rapid fire list off for Dalton and I here. And we're just going to kind of give our analysis on each guy and if you know, what the Broncos should do with them. So our first two players, actually, actually, let's do the first three players here because they're kind of, they are the same position. They're, it's Calvin Anderson, Billy Turner, and Tom Compton. Um, as most of you know, the Broncos offensive line was the worst performing unit this season, and it constantly got shuffled due to injuries. So um, if I recall correctly, Billy Turner and Tom Compton were injured for a good majority of the season. And I think both of them were signed in the offseason before this season. And they really didn't pan out at all. So I would not really lose any sleep if we got rid of Billy Turner or Tom Compton. I think Calvin Anderson could probably be a depth piece. I know he had some serious struggles this season in some games so again he could be a depth piece for the right price what do you think Dalton I've always I didn't really trust the Billy Turner signing yeah because you know he's always been kind of injury prone so no kind of don't want to brack for Tom Compton I didn't really see him play at all uh, the one he, time he, he, he played was... he like got hurt in that game he was we absolutely okay, so... swung and miss on that signing okay so uh no <laughs> um and Calvin Anderson yeah sure he played a he played a good bit. He's a good backup. Yeah, yeah. Key word there is backup. So uh, we need more depth than that. Yes, we do need more depth. That is for sure. Next guy is Kareem Jackson, safety. This this could be a hot topic because Kareem is uh, I think thirty four, thirty five years old. Um, I personally really like him as a player and a person not to mention we also share the same birthday that's beside the point but um I still think he kind of pairs well with Justin Simmons if the price is right potentially sign him to a one year 
Because he said, I think in some interview, that he wants to play maybe one or two seasons and then he'll retire. So why not have him kind of go out as a Bronco? But potentially the Broncos might turn to other safeties on the team like Caden Stearns or they might even draft somebody. But what do you think, Dalton? I think Caden Stearns is ready to be put in that role. However, if Kareem wants to come back on like a small one-year deal, I also agree just to bring him back. Why not? He's he's a fun guy. Yeah, he he seems fun in his interviews and he's a really good player and he pairs well with Justin Simmons. So, yeah, if he wants to come back on like a small one year deal, he's a veteran presence. And, you know, veteran presence is always needed in a young locker room. And the Broncos do have a pretty young roster. So I think he didn't he get the captain patch like he was a captain this year. I think he was potentially, but he's he's a good guy. He's a good locker room guy. So I'm actually going to pair these two together, but Marlon Mack and Mike Boone. So these are two running backs here. Actually, you know what? I'm also going to add Latavius Murray is also an unrestricted free agent. So personally, I think the Mike Boone experience kind of flopped. He came from the Vikings around the same time that George Payton did, and he was more injured And he didn't really, he wasn't, I guess he was okay when he was on the field, but I don't think he really developed into what George Payton wanted him to. I think Marlon Mack is probably going to be just, is probably not going to be signed back. Neither is Mike Boone, kind of more so depth related. Um, I, I will die on this hill, but I want Latavius Murray back like none other. Like he is him. What? Let's go. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, he is him. He could be an easy one-two punch with Javante Williams. I don't know if people realize this, but Latavius Murray is, I think, the same height as Derrick Henry, maybe a size shorter, obviously not as bulked up, but like he's he's big. He would be good on third down and could probably do what the Broncos wanted Melvin Gordon to do, even though obviously Melvin Gordon didn't do that correctly or well so agreed i don't really think mike my the mike boone experiment um didn't go as planned which is fine so i think he can be let go and marlon mack um no you can easily draft a running back in like the seventh round or pick one up and a draft through free agency but for latavius murray yes i'd like him back to be the backup or like the one two punch with javante williams when he comes back um so some more offensive line guys Dalton Reisner and Cam Fleming. Um, These two are obviously unrestricted free agents. I might get some heat for this, but I think it's kind of time to part ways with Dalton Reisner. Um, He hasn't really played well enough to warrant getting a significant extension um, because he's it's pretty early in his career. I doubt he'll want to sign a one or two year contract. He'll probably be able to find a spot on some team somewhere. But for us, probably not. He'll probably want more money than we want to pay him. So he will probably be gone. Cam Fleming has had a pretty decent season. He could also be what Calvin Anderson is, another depth type signing. What do you think, Dalton? I agree with that. He could be a good serviceable backup because good Lord knows we need it. <laughs> um, for Dalton Reisner, I also agree. Um, he hasn't really lived up. He was a second round pick, correct? Yes, I think he was a part 
of the, the Drew Lock. Yeah, that Drew Lock era and Dalton Reisner. But so yeah, I think he should be let go, and we can draft somebody else because he hasn't lived up to a second round pick. Yep. So we have a slew of tight ends on here, actually. Eric Tomlinson, Andrew Beck, and Eric Saubert. Again, these are kind of backup guys here, but most of the people on here could be signed back for relatively cheap. Um, Andrew Beck has kind of been used as a Swiss Army knife for the Broncos for the past couple of seasons. He kind of does a tight end fullback hybrid. Honestly, I've seen him lined up more in the fullback position than I have tight end. So I could see him potentially being signed back for cheap for, you know, help in the run game, blocking game. Eric Saubert, eh, he, he, he was good. I mean, he doesn't warrant him being signed back. I'm not entirely sure. I know he was like a late offseason signing for us this past season because he was with us last season and then we kind of let him walk and then later in the off season we signed him so maybe that happens again if we can't find any i'm alex rodriguez and i'm jason kelly from bloomberg this is the deal each week you're here in conversation with business icons this show will explore deal making across sports media and entertainment that is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not as uh, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline tight end depth but as it stands right now greg dulcich is tight end number one and we just have to find some depth behind him and yes eric tomlinson found the end zone a couple times this year so uh i could probably see him walking honestly he's kind of been bouncing around his whole career so i don't know the tight end room might look a little different next season I think that Andrew Beck should be kept back on a small, small deal to play the fullback tight end hybrid role or just be an extra blocker somewhere. However, I think that the other two can be let go. The tight end room is pretty crowded. Mm-hmm. It um, is. And Greg, Greg Dulcich is, looks like he's him. And Albert O caught a touchdown pass, which made everybody go, oh, he can actually catch. <laughs> yeah, he was in Nathaniel Hackett's doghouse for some reason, and he got like healthy scratched for a good couple of games this season. So maybe he could be a little duo with Greg Dulcich. Who knows? Okay, Alex Singleton, linebacker. I will admit that I was kind of wrong about this signing. And he has been kind of a tackling machine. Mind you, he has kind of whiffed in some coverages and we don't have the strongest linebacker room. But him and Josie Jewell were kind of a nice pairing at times. For some reason, we still struggle to cover tight ends. 
And that has been like our story since what, 2015? I don't even know. It's way too long. We will never figure it out. I think we'll figure it out once freaking Travis Kelsey retires. <laughs> but for now, we just can't cover them. But I I would like to see Alex Singleton sign back. Again, I was wrong about that, but I, I would like to see him sign back. I didn't know that the dude has like a vision on the ball everywhere. He has like 20 tackles a game. I keep reading it and I go... Oh, okay. You know. <laughs> yeah, he's he's done great. Yeah. Alex Singleton and Josie Jewell aren't the best in coverage. However, they are really good run-stopper linebackers. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. I think that's a good word for it. Um. So, yes, I would like him back. And maybe, I don't know who can, what other linebacker. I would like to add another linebacker in the mix there. Yeah. However, I don't know who that could be. I agree there. Okay, um, defensive end, Draymond Jones. Yes. Um, he is a potential candidate for the franchise tag. I think that's probably the route the Broncos might pick, as they might actually put the tag on him this year. I know there was some rumblings that he was kind of unhappy being here. I don't know like where that came from, or it kind of got that whole notion kind of got squashed but he he wasn't happy for a couple weeks I he hasn't said anything since but uh my hope is that if he gets franchise tagged he doesn't hold out and expect a longer contract because it's it's hard to say like what he's what he what he would be worth contract wise what does he deserve top defensive end like, does he deserve a top defensive end contract? I'm not entirely sure I can say that with confidence. No, but he does deserve a good contract. He doesn't deserve to be paid the highest defensive end because he's not that. But he's really he's, he's pretty good. He keeps getting better each year. So I'm hoping he'll have one of those, like, incredible breakout years one of these, like, maybe next season. Mm-hmm. And the if he gets franchise tagged. Yeah, if he gets franchise tagged. And the last two guys are Darius Phillips and Dakota Allen, a cornerback and linebacker. Uh, these guys didn't really see the field much this year due to injury, so it's kind of easy to say that they probably won't be back unless it's in a depth position. But I highly doubt seeing them back with the Broncos next season. So the Broncos are obviously not in the playoffs, so now we have to talk about the other teams that are in the playoffs. This is just going to be a brief section because some people obviously aren't interested with the rest of the league because the Broncos aren't in it. Hopefully we will be back in the playoffs here soon. But this is the first week of the playoffs, Super Wild Card Weekend. On Saturday, it'll be the Seattle Seahawks versus the San Francisco 49ers. Personally, I would love to see the San Francisco 49ers just absolutely wallop the Seahawks because the Seahawks and their fans have been absolutely insufferable all season because of the Russell Wilson trade. So go 49ers. I believe that the 49ers will do this, will win this one. Um, I don't know who's playing. I forget when Jimmy Garoppolo is supposed to be ready. However, Brock Purdy is on fire right now. He is. Can you imagine if they win the Super Bowl with him being Mr. Irrelevant? I would be like, then the 49ers would have to have to deal with that, Jimmy Garoppolo, and Trey Lance. That would be that would be an issue I would love to have. Honestly, Um, having too many decisions at quarterback they have to get rid of trey lance <laughs> yeah i I, I still Lance think he was russell wilson train him i still think 
I was calling it Trey Lance was a bust coming out of college, and I still feel that way. I know he hasn't had much time on the field, but I still stand by that opinion. So we'll see in due time what the 49ers do with that. But I think it was John Madden that said that was like, if you have two quarterbacks, you have none or something like that because it's going to be hard to pick from. But yeah, the 49ers are going to have an interesting offseason with their quarterbacks. Also, that day, the Los Angeles Chargers are playing the Jacksonville Jaguars. Again, this is kind. Of, it's good to see the Jaguars back in the playoffs, but also it might be a thing. We might have rooting interest for the Chargers because if the Chargers fall flat on their face, they might be in the market for a new head coach. So that with Sean Payton having interest in them, we might lose Sean Payton to the Chargers. So I guess go Chargers as much as it hurts me to say that. No, I still want the Jaguars to win. I really want to watch. the. I really love this Jaguars turnaround. I can't help it, Rachel. I'm so sorry. <laughs> And on Sunday, the Miami Dolphins are playing the Buffalo Bills. Honestly, it would be extremely disappointing if the Bills come out and lose this. Um, I personally am rooting for the Buffalo Bills to win the Super Bowl because not only have they endured so much as a team this season, but it would be nice to see them win the Super Bowl, honestly. They they are they can be a high flying team and I think them and the Bengals are like the only serious threats to the Chiefs. So go Bills. I really want the Bills to win too. I'm a huge Josh Allen fan. However, yeah, nothing. I hope the Bill I think the Bills will win, even if two is playing. Okay, the New York Giants and the Minnesota Vikings will be the next matchup that day. Um this could be an interesting game. I could see this going any either way because I personally think the Vikings are kind of frauds. They're good, but keyword there is but. Like, I don't know. I don't think the Giants are really high-flying enough to take them down. They potentially could, but I feel like the Vikings are kind of frauds. No, I disagree. This is Kirk Cousins' year to prove himself that he's not a fraud. My and ass. he's going to absolutely stomp the Vikings. It's not You even mean gonna, stomp I mean, the he's Giants? Gonna stomp the Giants. Sorry. It's not even going to be funny. I'm so on this Kirk Cousins hype train. It's not oh, even funny. Please. Whatever. He's going to crumble like he always no, does. No, he's no he's not. No, this this year's different. This year's different. Uh-huh, that's what they've been saying for his entire career. <laughs> and the <laughs> the last matchup that Sunday is the Baltimore Ravens at the Cincinnati Bengals. Honestly, go Bengals. They're another team that I kind of root for. Joe Joe Cool. Joe Burrow's nice. Yeah, Joe Burrow's nice. Uh, and Lamar's not even Lamar's not even most likely going to be playing. Lamar's gone. The Ravens the Ravens lost that when they, yeah. So I don't yeah. think the Ravens are going to have Lamar the by Ravens, means next year. Yeah, the Ravens are kind of like regular season heroes. They always do good in the regular season. But for, like, while Lamar Jackson has been there, they haven't really done much in the playoffs. If anything, they've been disappointing in the playoffs during Lamar Jackson's career. So it'll be interesting to see that whole contract dispute that Lamar Jackson and them 
will probably go through this offseason. And the last game is on Monday, oddly enough, and it's the Cowboys versus the Buccaneers. And honestly, this is kind of a miserable matchup for me because Tom Brady and the Buccaneers being like, what, like eight and seven something, like just a squeak above 500 and being in the playoffs pisses me off beyond belief because they are not a good team. And if they somehow, by God's grace, make it to the Super Bowl in any way, the NFL is so rigged because they are no, not a no, good team. It's, They're no, old. You're, no, no, I'm interrupting you. I'm oh. interrupting you on this one. The bucket, <laughs> yo, Tom Brady is going to renovate himself and become old Tom Brady again. It's always going to happen. No. He's going to make it to the NFC Championship game. It's over for us. No. You think it's, it's you think it's funny. You think it's you think it's funny, but it's gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. He needs to retire. I swear. His that divorce with him and Giselle, she just like sucked the last last remaining life source out of him, and he has no, not really been playing him. like himself since this divorce. He literally lost his family and his supermodel wife. Are you kidding me? Like he's not no, in good. He's not in a good that's spot. That's why he has to. That's why he has to win now. <laughs> I I don't know. I can't he stand He has no him. other choice. Yeah, okay. He, you know where they you know where they used to think that the fountain of youth was in Florida back in the day. You know where he's at now? <laughs> Florida. <laughs> he needs to drive down south to some freaking retirement community because I'm no. tired of it. No. He's got he's going to sign with the Raiders this offseason. Oh my god, I'll snap my own neck. Don't even start with me. Anyways, we're getting off tangent here. I could go off on a Tom Brady hate cast for hours, but I think the Dallas Cowboys are also frauds and they will do nothing really because they didn't really do much this season. They it's going to be a weird weird matchup, but um potentially the Bucks win this one um i speaking of the cowboys real quick i do not want us to hire anybody from the cowboys staff kellen moore has definitely he missed his chance to go off and be a head coach somewhere or maybe the team saw that he was not really head coaching material um hopefully we don't really entertain that idea um not a fan of dan quinn um or Rachel. We don't we don't need to get into another heated discussion about Dan Quinn now. Dude, like he hasn't like done much. Like he's had such so much talent and like the Cowboys are just talk about Sean McVay. Why don't we talk about Sean McVay? He lost leaving Cooper the Rams Cup this offseason. Stafford. They're leaving the Rams this offseason and then he's gonna become our head coach. Oh my god. Dalton. Now we're getting wild. Now we're getting wild. Dalton's sipping the Kool-Aid. Anyways, I don't really have any rooting interest in the Cowboys-Tampa Bay Buccaneers game, so go whoever. They're both kind of annoying to me, so if they're out of the playoffs soon, that'd be great. Thank you for tuning into this episode of the Broncos Bench Podcast. The Broncos Bench Podcast will be released weekly every Wednesday, and we hope you will tune in for future episodes. With the Broncos regular season being over, we will still have a decent amount of news and other interesting things to talk about. If you have any comments or suggestions on sections of the podcast you'd like to see us add, please let us know. We want to make this podcast as fun and enjoyable as possible for our listeners. Once again, I am your host, Rachel Strand. And I'm Don Coble. Thanks for listening, and go Broncos!
Thank you for listening to the Broncos Binge Podcast, a part of the Mile High Report Podcast Network. Make sure to follow at Rachel NFL and NFL Dalton on Twitter for more Broncos news and content.